welcome to episode 98 of Nitty Gritty. We're getting so close to 100. I don't know why 100 really means like... It's, it's a big deal. It is. It's a big deal. That's for a sure. lot. But it, we need to make sure we have a really cool guest for 100. So if you want to be our guest, let like us Michael know. Like Michael Jackson or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, he's alive, obviously. We had Tristan Ikaika on this week's episode. And after this episode, he's just going to be known as Ikaika. Yep. But Breath of fresh air, this kid. Our youngest guest ever. Youngest ever. And what an incredible story, like what he's building. And he himself is just such a stud. And he does not realize how smart he is. Like he is a genius. He, he is a genius. Like everything that he says that just comes like so natural to him yeah. is so good. You'll have a renewed faith in millennials. Or no, he's not a millennial. He's Gen Z. Z. Yep. But man, if the we're, we're in good hands if this if there's more kids out there yeah. his age like him. So he has a a company and he makes rings, but it is so much more than that. He makes these unbelievable press boxes and he does drops and he sells that. Anyways, I don't Super want successful. So successful. So I mean, creative. The, and there, there's so much more to it than just to, like his rings are such a cool story. Yeah. But there's so much more than, I mean, now the, the packaging that come in is as big of a deal as the jewelry itself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, wait till you hear some of the elaborate ideas put into these boxes, dry ice and open the box and the dry ice, you know, fog comes out yeah. and holy crap. Anyway, it was so fun. So we hope you enjoy it. Thanks always for listening, and we'll see you soon. All right. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty. Is this 99? Hold on. What are we? 98. 98. Oh, We're oh so you would have been Gretzky's number. That's a big deal. <laughs> Episode 98. We're getting close to 100. It's, it's happening, but we have an artist on today. Yes, we do. I kind of just want to call him Ikaika. Let's, like, wouldn't that be kind of cool? Like, Prince? Can we just start now? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. We have the artist, forward. Ikaika, with us. Formerly known as Tristan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> used to be Tristan yeah. persons, but Tristan Ikaika. That's me. Hello. I mean, artist, I think artist is the best way to say it, right? Absolutely. Because you probably do a lot of things. Yeah. A bunch of, I'm all over the place. But rings is, that's your sweet spot. Yeah. Which I'm excited to learn about because that's, we haven't had anybody that does. I mean, we've had some people that do jewelry. Yeah. But I, no rings. No, no rings Nothing and no like, men. like straight top to bottom design from your head. You know, I would maybe, Corey Stevens maybe would be. Deb Mitchell from Twisted Silver. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Man, we've talked to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a lot. Yeah, you're right. Well, not quite because we did do some recaps but welcome man we're excited to have you thank here thank you thank you for we having are me. a mutual friend is susan the godfather peterson yep, we love her yeah who She's doesn't love her so when did you because we just learned that i thought your last name was ikaika yeah so everyone does everyone thinks that that's your last name but yeah. it's not where does it come from so my full name is tristan omli kaika mckay conical any persons my dad's side of the family is from hawaii but how many letters are in your middle name 28 and i didn't know how to say it till i was in like second grade and i couldn't spell it till i was in like fifth 
So it's when bad. I, when did you know that you wanted to kind of like rebrand? Um, I was in seventh grade, and this is I've never told this. This my Instagram was the real persons. Like I don't know what I was thinking. It was so stupid. <laughs> um, and then like some people were doing like their first name and their middle name. So I was like, well, I can't do Tristan Olmikaika Mikaikonikani. Like so, I'll just do Tristan Ikaika. So like, and wow. so Ikaika. Ever since, super ignorant. Is that does that have a special significance in Hawaiian? Just that part yeah, of it. Yeah. So just that word means strong. Okay. So my middle name is like good strong man of the heavens. Okay. And then, yeah. How did we just get lame names <laughs> and like Andrew, Andrew, Cameron? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's true. South America, everybody has mm. really long names, like with some cool meaning. A lot of De La Rocas. Mm-hmm. Which is like I'm from from the rock from the stone. That's yeah. kind of cool. I'm just Cameron yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should create stage names for like our next Artist season. Names? Yeah, yeah. I'm down so with that. <laughs> I'll just be the the Baron of Beef or something like that. <laughs> the Prince of Pork. The Prince of Pork. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're excited to have you. This is such a so so. How long? So I mean, rings. Yeah, and that doesn't really do it justice based no. off your Instagram because we're gonna get in. There all is the so stuff. much more than just the ring, right? Yeah, like just the whole presentation. But we just mm-hmm. found out too, like childhood friends with the guy that works. With yeah, yeah, Bam. yeah. So Marcus, my manager here at Bam Bams. Yeah, I said, yeah, we have this guy that makes rings coming on. His name's Tristan. He's like. That's my buddy. We grew up together. <laughs> hey, we've gone to so many like scout camps. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he goes, dude, he's been making, like he made rings at scout camp. Like he'd be making rings back in the day. So, Which it wasn't that far back because how old are you? 22. Yeah, you're young. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. So when did, like, when did the ring thing start? So I was like 12 years old. Um, we had a good family friend. His name's Cody Barker. Um, and I thought he's like the coolest person in the world. He still is, but... He had a spoon ring, and I was obsessed with him. Like that's What's so cool, ring? just like a ring made from a spoon. So you just and take a spoon and just melt it, and like, it's like a process. But I was like, that's so cool, and I was telling my dad about him, and he's like, oh, you know, we could do that in the garage, right? I was like, no. <laughs> so we literally took a spoon from my mom's kitchen drawer and went into the garage and just like beat this thing like with a hammer and just made it into a ring. And I thought it was so cool that like I had made this ring and. I thought rings were cool. Like if you saw someone not wearing rings and someone wearing rings, but they had the same outfit on the person with the rings, like the outfit seems intentional, you know, just right. elevates your style a little bit. Um, you were thinking like this at that age? Subconsciously. Wow. Like now I can like look back and be like, oh, that's what it was. But Dang. then I just would wear them all through like junior high, high school. Everyone's like, so is that, that's the first time I've ever heard of making a ring from a spoon. Is that like common knowledge? So it's actually been going on for like hundreds of years, but Cam, did you legit know about that? Yeah, I, mine was made from a wooden spoon though, because my <laughs> fingers are really fat. And so, no, like no, I have spoon? heard. Yes, so my little brother Tyler used to make jewelry. Yeah, and so oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, I mean, I didn't I, know about the spoon ring thing, but okay, yeah. I definitely didn't invent spoon rings. Sure, but anyone who I see selling them now, I'm like, I want royalties from that because <laughs> you only have a brand because of me. <laughs> Um, you made it cool so like what does that process look like um so back then it was like just like a vice grip a hammer a monkey socket it was so janky um now i've cleaned it up quite a bit but back then it was just like 
So why spoons? Sorry, this is really interesting. Like why spoons? I don't know. Just because the material's already there and like, smooth? Yeah, and it was easy. Not easy, but like, I mean, to make a ring, I have no clue how to do that. But to bend a spoon, like I can do that all day. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I have done that for three years, but. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's when I also. So at 12, you make your first ring. Yeah. And then like, did you, were you on the hunt for spoons? Like after that, like to think of cool rings or um, like, what happened? No, next? I just kind of warm for myself. Like I'd make them. Um, every couple months when I was just like, either I'd lost it or I'd want a new one, but it was just like something I would do for my mom's drawer. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally I still have it. Um, there's no more dance spoon. <laughs> like, Tristan, Dad! <laughs> like, uh, no. Um, but yeah, I just kind of like that. It was my thing. Like I didn't sell them. I didn't have any interest to like give them to other people. Sometimes people at school would like steal mine. And okay. low key, I like loved it. It was like such a compliment. Um, it's like when kids like I was talking to Jenna, my wife, about this. Like kids love to be hurt. Like they love to have it cast on. Yeah, just it's kind of like the same. It. Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah, but never thought I'd sell it. Everyone's like, "You should sell these. You should sell these." I'm like, "No, it's like it's my thing, yeah. not your thing." Um, yeah. And then one day I decided to. But so, like, did you grow up like with an entrepreneur family? Um, was that kind of built into you? My, no, my mom's a teacher. My dad worked at Hewish's across the street actually. Um, but I think I was just, yeah. Right over here. Yeah. Do you know those guys? I don't like, I've never even been in there, but I've always wanted to go in there. What is it? They do like awnings. Yeah. And they do custom like canvas work and right. Yeah. I mean, everything from like signs for years. Okay. Yeah. Signs and boat covers and furniture. Yeah. Anyway. I'll bet it's really cool. I've always <laughs> meant to go over there and say hi to them. But anyway. Interesting. Um, but I think I was just always like fascinated by entrepreneurs. Um, the same guy, actually, Cody, he had a company called People Water. I don't know if you remember them. Uh-huh. And I would go down to his office with his little brother, Zach. Um, and I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Like they had this bus and I'm like, right. they have all this and they're selling water. Like, <laughs> isn't that, like what could I do? Isn't from The Bachelor yeah. part of that company? Jeff Holm. Yeah. That's right. Jeff Holm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I just was like, I always wanted to do something that was me. Like Shark Tank was my favorite show. Like, wow, just loved it all. So like, were you always pretty fashionable? Like, was that something too that like growing up? <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, who let me out of the house? But <laughs> I definitely have always been like. I feel like that's what I think of a lot of like basketball players. Like, oh, he's so fashionable. I'm like. What? He looks homeless. Like, like <laughs> I'm sorry, like Russell Westbrook. I'm just like stuff that dude wears. I'm like, no, I oh, dude. definitely yeah. don't consider that fashion, but yeah. they do for sure. They yeah. do. I think I've always like cared about my style, but I don't know how into fashion I would say I was. Okay, cool. So you had the rings. Like when was the first time you actually started like thinking, Hey, I'm going to make something for someone else. Mm-hmm. So I was doing like wedding videography and you were doing the videography yeah so this was like my senior year of high school i was filming weddings taking pictures for money obviously um and i started traveling like i love to travel i went on one trip out of the country with my best friend and we just like fell in love with seeing the world like that feeling of just being somewhere you didn't know existed and everything's different um where'd you go we went to Milan. That, well, we went to Italy and Paris. But very cool. Um, he he says he's not into fashion, <laughs> but, but I mean, he went to the two otherwise, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe we're more into it than you thought. Um, 
but that trip kind of just like set a spark in me. Like I want to keep traveling. Um, and so I'd film weddings to save up for a trip and then go on a trip. And while gra- you were in high school. Yeah. So that my first trip out of the country was February of my senior year, graduated in May and then was kind of filming weddings come like December. I was broke as a joke, had no money. I had just got home from a trip to Dubai that I like spent all my money on. Um, okay. That's just, uh, we're just going to Mulan, Paris, <laughs> Dubai. But the mindset was like, film like two weddings, buy a trip, come home. You have no money. Like right. that was just the way of life. When you're sure. a kid too, like that's what you should be doing. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's only affecting you. How many kids? Right. Yeah. I mean, how many kids can say they went to Dubai and they earned the money to pay for it themselves, yeah. which yeah. makes it even cooler. And we would like email a million companies like, can we stay? We'll post on our Instagram and wow. send you photos. And we like hustled. Um, so you were pretty active on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Like what type of stuff were you? It's just all your wedding. It was like, like travel photos. stuff. Okay. Um, had you started to build an audience at that point? Yeah. I think I had like maybe 10 or 12,000 followers. Okay. Which is like for back then it was decent. Yeah. Um, but then I, wish I had 12,000 followers. <laughs> it's taken me like almost a decade to get 10 and a half. <laughs> I think I have 500 <laughs> on your way. <laughs> um, but then that December I was so broke, had no money. And someone commented on one of my Instagram pictures and they were like, does anyone know where he gets his rings? And I was like, Oh, like people are paying attention. Interesting. So I kind of saw it as like, Oh, well, if people want it, like I've been thinking about this forever. Like people have always told me I should do it. So like, I'll just do it, make some money and then go back to doing my thing. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I'm not launching this big business. I'm just kind of like how people sell old clothes on like Depop or whatever. That was the mindset. Like make some cash and people who want them, get them. And then I'll figure the next way to make some money out. Yeah. So then what happened? So I said I was launching December 3rd of 2017 at 6 p.m. And I like hustled all day to... So hold on. We got to stop there. Okay. I mean, just that right there. Why did you want to... Like, how did you know to do a drop? Like... Um, I just was like, okay, I'm going to release them. And this is the release date. It wasn't super like intentional. It was just like, this is when I'm posting them. Was there um, another brand or a product that was doing that, that kind of gave you the idea or did it just come super second nature to you? Um, it was just second nature. It was to me, I didn't think they would sell out. I'm just like, I'm launching them. This is when like, get ready. Okay. I had no clue what was going to happen. Um, and I had spent all day preparing and like gathering spoons and trying to work a Squarespace site. Like I had no clue what I was doing. Um, I went to lunch with two of my friends who run a successful e-commerce business and they were so nice. Like you're going to use our label printer. You can use our mailers, like just so kind. And so I was like, okay, I think like I can make this work once. And then six o'clock rolled around. And I'm still uploading everything because it was taking way longer than I thought. And I refresh my email and it's just like, you have a new order. You have a new order. You have a new order. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. like I'm not ready. Like <laughs> chill. And then everything sold out in like a couple hours. And I was like, holy crap. Like what just how happened? Old, how old were you? I was 19. I had just turned 19. Holy moly. So what types of rings did you make? They were all spoons. All spoons. So it was just like pictures of spoons on my website and people bought them and then i would turn it into how many rings ring. did you make that first round <laughs> this is so cool. it was either it's awesome. oh my god i think it was like a hundred and 
He was either 127 or 187. I forget. So you see a spoon you like and yeah. just buy as many of them as you as can, I find. can find. Yeah. Like where do you find Crap. them? Just like merchants, thrift stores, antique shops. Like I have some people now who like are super into spoons who I like have connections with, but that was just, well, I had done it for years. So I was just, just like, yeah, I'm spoon just sharing it is a huge now. deal. Oh, by the for way. sure. Yeah. Like who would have ever known? Like Howard Stern talked about it a bunch. One of his guys that works on the show collects spoons. Yeah. I'm like, spoon collecting, what? Oh, could you imagine yeah. if we could get like a set from like Windsor Palace or something? Like, oh my gosh. That, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be unreal. Like, I'm going to make rings out of this stuff. Wow. From the royal family. Well, because if you think about it, like it sounds like from an early age, and maybe this is like the younger generation growing up with social, mm-hmm. and you know, you have to be creative. Like you, you yeah. are kind of selling yourself. Like what do people respond to? Like- they know all of that just from mm-hmm. their social media, right? Yeah. And so it, Nike is the the best at this. It's all about a story. Yeah. And all their advertisements are stories. Yeah. Totally right. Yeah. And a spoon has a story. Like where did it mm-hmm. come from? What's it made out of? Like some are made. So anyway, it's, yeah. it's like before you even make the jewelry and turn it into your unique design. Yeah. The material itself already has like a story, a story of where yeah, it's totally. been, who's used it, how old it is. Like, and people were brilliant. connecting with it. Like, oh, we like this was the spoon at my grandma's house. Like, right. And it was like a connection with me. Like, I posted pictures of me on all my trips, and just from years, like, here's me wearing the rings in seventh grade, looking like a dork, and like, here's me in Dubai jumping Ikea off spoons. a G wagon with <laughs> spoons. Yeah. Do you say? Do you save a spoon like from every? collection you do do you save one mm, no if that there's like a, a really cool, cool one that i, I want like your like wall of fame of yeah. spoons or something i have all my like like i send a thank you card with each collection right that has like a picture from wherever the place was and i have all those on the wall okay and then unreal i have some like display cases with i mean you go to the website and it's it's spoons a hundred different spoons and they're all sold out <laughs> But yeah, they're also people unique get and so, so confused different. though. They like, probably think you sell spoons. Friends of mine <laughs> think I sell spoons. I'm like, what the hell are you guys thinking? But I mean, like, you, you can't blame. About them. rings, but all I see are spoons. That'd be a funny joke yeah. if you actually did a drop and, and just you didn't the make them rings. Oh my gosh, my life <laughs> they were would just be spoons. so much easier. <laughs> I would save. Like, wait, what? Oh, so much time and money. Oh, it was spoons. So Okay, so you make the first drop, you sell yeah. out. There's no way you were ready for that. No. Like, no, no, package, no. ship, get that. Yeah. I mean. No clue what I was doing. What was that like? So I went to my Colby and Kenzie Bauer. I don't know if you know them, Thread Wallets. Mm-hmm. But I drove to their office and printed out the labels at like super late at night. friends with them? Yeah. Okay. Um, He just was like gave me the code to get in and I was there printing them. And then literally went to my garage to start making these like I normally did. And my dad's like, it is way too cold out here. Like you can go in the basement. (laughs) So then I made them all out of the basement and set up a little table and stuff. And it took all week to get them out. And my hands were like blistering and so bruised, but it was like so exciting. So then I was like, yeah, I'll do it again this week. And same thing, sold out again. So you said, so you kind of hyped it up. You're going to do another drop. So when you do it, do you just like show a picture of the spoon? I didn't show any. I would show like sneak peeks, but like okay. not not really much. Okay. Um. So the beginning was kind of very different than what it is now, but 
so I had those first two drops and then a family friend had paid for my sister. She lives in Hawaii and her family to come visit us for Christmas. Cause my parents had kind of had crazy health things that year. And, um, it was super nice of him. And I was just like, you know what? We should all go to Disneyland. Like we've never been, you can always like make more money, but you can't always have more time. So like, Amen. we'll just do that. It'll be so fun. So I gave that to them for Christmas. We went down. It was so fun. You gave Disneyland to your parents? So family? my family, yeah. That's so cool. And it was like wow. so fun. Like I'll never forget it. But when we were down there, my sister was like, you should get spoons from down here and come home and do like a Disneyland collection. But I called it the Anaheim collection because, you know, don't want Disney <laughs> coming after smart. me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then that sold out. And then I had a trip coming up to the Bahamas. And I was like, wait, this could just be like do this, get some money, go on a trip, use the trip to like, now I can write it off as work and to go look for spoons in like the Bahamas by traveling because I wanted to do that. But <laughs> 19 years old. Yeah. Like this thinking about all this stuff. So far beyond. I mean, having the network that you did. You're nice. It's awesome. Holy crap. And not an, not necessarily an entrepreneurial family or background. Mm -mm. I mean, we definitely had a lot of like good friends and people who are right. willing to share advice, which I'm so grateful for, but Wow. It's just so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it literally started with a spoon. <laughs> From my mother's right? drawer. Yeah. Like, it doesn't start with this 30-page business plan. Mm -hmm. It doesn't start with, here's my market research and my competitive advantage. Yeah. It's here. And then, like, he just, and to your point, Cam, like, the social media thing, I don't think you give yourself enough credit because that is genius to, like, right. come up with the drop idea. Like, mm -hmm. freaking sneakers app is the stupidest thing ever invented, but I spend yeah. <laughs> all my time trying to win those shoe drops. Yeah. But like that, you just kind of threw it out there because that's also what the world is like that didn't cost you anything. Yeah. Right. To say, Hey, I'm going to make some rings. Mm -hmm. That doesn't cost any money. Yeah. You just got to be and willing to throw it out there. I think to my advantage because a lot of people, like the people that were telling me, you should start selling these. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Right. Like, I don't know what I would call it or anything, but the fact that it was like a one and done thing, I wasn't like, it didn't have to be perfect. It just had to work. And I think that's a good mindset to have is like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to like start. That's exactly right. That well, should be like the motto on the wall for every, mm -hmm. I had an employee talking about starting a business. Like she was just like, but you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm like, I still don't know what I'm doing. Perfect. And it's is going great. Does, yeah. so, perfect is the enemy of good. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen. So yeah, you just, you have to start. Yeah. Well, right? and you pre-sold them. So like you did the drop, like, yeah, you know what I mean? You didn't, if they would have flopped. Yeah. You don't do anything. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. Like there was no real was financial risk either. Yeah. Yeah. None. I think I started with probably like a hundred bucks. If that, like my costs were low. That's so awesome. But I had to like making them after was stressful. Cause if you order, I don't know if you're a size five or size 12. So then 12, it, 12, 12, 13, maybe. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think 13 is okay. probably safer. <laughs> yeah. But that was like a process to figure out. Right. Like how to size them too. Yeah. So what, what is that? Like how did I you just have that? like a measuring thing that I use, but at the, the very first drop, actually, I didn't collect sizes because I didn't know how, and it didn't work like a typical site where it's like, we have two mediums in stock and one large. It's like, no, I have one shirt and tell me the size that you want. Like right. it was super foreign to the site they had to like go in the back and then code it in my site so how did you get sizes i emailed every single customer that first drop and i'm like what size do you want what size do you want? oh <laughs> yeah it was scrappy that is so well awesome. the fact that nobody even 
asked about that. Like they just yeah, liked they him just so much, like, they didn't I got care. A ring. Yeah, like I'll put duct tape on my finger if it doesn't fit. Like I'm wearing <laughs> this thing. I mean, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I was grateful, but that was like the birth of the business. Okay, at the time, like, mm-hmm. did you, like, did you know like the name brand you were trying to do at that time? No, I was just like. Like everyone's website at the time and now still is just like their name. Like everyone brands themselves. So I was just like tristanykaika.com, tristanykaika rings. Like it just, it's good. That's what it's going to be for now. Yeah. And then it just stayed. So when did it start to take off for you? So I was kind of just like, I'm just going to ride this wave until people are sick of it and stop buying them. Um, and start going on a trip, do a drop. And it just like kept working. And I think I was putting everything into it because I wasn't doing anything else. And I enjoyed it so much that I was just like, this is it. Like this, if this fails, I fail. So I have to put everything into making sure that next drop is bigger than this drop. And I went to Iceland and did an Iceland drop. And I had found this like rose spoon that was super cool. And I bought like a ton of them. I think I spent like couple thousand in inventory for it which at the time i was like sick to my stomach i was like (laughs) if this doesn't sell like i don't know what i'll do um and then they all sold out and i was like oh my gosh like what is happening and i think that was the moment that i'm like okay this is insane like i could actually have something really good if i kept running with this and like really solidified everything was it just you still at that point kind of doing everything yeah, it was me and my parents house my dad has always helped me <clears throat> um i would like pay like friends to come like help pack but yeah just this is awesome. i love house. the hustle uh, me too i should show you pictures <laughs> it was like this. so messy in our house just spoons and labels everywhere oh i, I mean, saw one of the posts of you printing out labels mm-hmm. and just and then you're trying to re-spool them. Oh, with the drill? Holy crap. Gives me anxiety. Oh, is that what that was? A drill? I that used really to do it smart. with a drill because they wouldn't come out. I got right. folded once now, so now it's not as fun. But I would tape it to a drill and just and they I mean, all just it was wind crazy. up. It was so so one side is just printing, just spitting these. I mean, it covers the whole floor. And all of a sudden, you see one row just yeah. take off up and it's like, spit, you know, re-spooling them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. can you imagine? I hate sending, like if I sell a pair of shoes on StockX, it's like, takes me two days just to like finally <laughs> buckle down and throw a label on it and send it. Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. And you know, you have a smaller product, so it's mm-hmm. like you're selling a lot of something Yeah, and they're all going somewhere different. So, wow. So the amazing. first time yeah. I saw anything from you yeah. was around one of your press releases, press boxes, your yeah. press boxes. When did the packaging become important in what you were doing? At the beginning, I knew really? like if I threw this little ring in a paper envelope and wrote your name in pencil, you're going to be like, this piece of crap. But if I like put it in a nice box and like a nice mailer, it would feel like, we eat oh, with our this eyes. is nice. Like packaging is everything these days. How did you know that back then though? I mean, you say that so confidently. I think just as a consumer, the way I responded to things, I would just look at it from the other side. Like, okay, what do I like about all these things? Okay, I'll spend 20 more dollars on this if it has cool packaging. So... If I nail my packaging, it'll make the product feel nicer. Okay. Um, it's got to be a generational <clears throat> thing. Like, because it's true, everything you grow up, like buying or whatever else, like so what did, everything did he was we into, have? we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything that he was probably into, like, you see it on online, like, 
packaging is, I mean, even just going to the store nowadays, yeah. like we, packaging is everything. But it, I mean, psychologically, it's like, you know, I used to cook in barbecue competitions and the visual yeah. is any food tastes better if it looks good first. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's just something about that. And so even, you know, you go to Walgreens to buy some hair gel, right? Yeah. You don't know the difference between a lot of them, but if Packaging one looks cool, you. yeah, that's probably totally. the best one. And so, yeah. and, and again, like your, it would be sad to cheapen the story of the spoons. Like the spoons have a story, right? There's something about the Iceland thing. Like that's yeah. amazing. So to have packaging kind of represent that. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So what was your first amazing. boxes like? Are they what they, they are were now? Just black boxes from Amazon. Um, and then like around that time of the Iceland collection, I was like, oh, I want to make my own. I had no clue how. I like would email companies like, where do you get your boxes? Expecting it to be like, oh, this place in Provo. Like U-Haul. And they're like China. I was like, oh, I forget right. people get stuff made there. Literally everything. Everything. Um, so then I got names, boxes with my name on it that I was like, oh, these are so cool. They were nothing special. So how'd you do that though even? Just hopped on Alibaba and figured it out. It was so hard way harder than it should have been, but I didn't know what I was doing. So cool. Um, but then I wanted to do a press box because I had seen Kim Kardashian do them. She did like a fragrance inside of a chocolate heart. I don't know if you've seen it and you had to break it open with a hammer. And I was like, Oh, that is so smart. Like just Kim is a genius, but I was like a press box would be amazing. And like, it'd make the product feel so cool and you can send it to people and they'll just want to post it. Cause it's so cool. And then I got a package from an ice cream company that had dry ice in it, obviously. And I just played with the dry ice. And I was like, wait, this would be genius. But if I shipped rings in dry ice just for the effect, like there's no reason these rings need to be cold. But if I did that, like that's so freaking cool. So then I got to work on that. Took me literally a year and a half um, to figure out the logistics of that. I was so that's so the first on one it. that I saw. Probably. Like, I'll never forget. Like, I think it was actually Susan. Okay. Who posted and she opened this box and all of a sudden it was just like smoke just coming out of this box. And then there was something in the middle with her name on it. I was like, that's what in the weird. crap is this? Yeah. And it opened and there's rings. I was like, I'm still not sure what I'm looking at. Like, yeah. Is this a ring company? You're like, but I want it. I was like, I want my name on one of those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, everyone wants like, how do I get one? How do I get one? And so someone sent you ice cream and that gave you the idea? That was the idea, yeah. And the, so, what, so what happened? Walk us through. Like, how, like, What ice cream were you buying, by the way? <laughs> it, who was it? It was Halo Top. They're like, we'd love to send you our product to try. I'm oh, like, okay. so this was like an influencer yeah. thing. Unreal. I got to get more followers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I want ice cream sent to me. That'd be amazing. But I mean- you're so what's the word it just seems like like nonchalant about it no not even that like just so aware oh yeah like at your age to like Mm. draw inspiration like it seems like kind of drawing inspiration from things came supernatural to you Mm -hmm. and it's like where does that come from you know where where do you like brothers and sisters no my you don't have brothers and sisters i have two sisters but Older, younger, older. They're both older ones. Like so, 13 you're the baby. Years older, yeah. We see that a lot. I I don't know it. 
Because I mean, it's fascinating. It's fascinating because it's, and maybe it is like growing up in this era. Mm -hmm. I mean, your most formidable years were the last 10 years, which I would say packaging and marketing are better than they've ever been in the history of man, right? Yeah. And that's just what he saw every day through. You know, and I think social media too, like, well, that's what I mean. Like that's where you're seeing yeah. it, right? And it's fun to like make fun of the blogger moms, but those ones are the geniuses <laughs> the, who like oh, build man. a personal brand and then give yeah. their audience a product that they know their brand or their yep. whatever. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So I still want to know, like, how did you think, how did you, you said it took like a year and a half. Yeah. Was there a lot of failed attempts at making that oh work? Oh my gosh. I talked to one supplier for like eight months and then he just ghosted me, but it was awful. Like. So there were so many parts of that box, but the first one was the box inside that held the five mini boxes, which was a different project. But the big one, I was like, I want it matte. I want my name on the inside. I want my website on the bottom. The first sample comes back. It's glossy. My name's on the outside and my name's the wrong way. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what? is like, I mean, it was the cheapest supplier by far. So it kind of was just like too good to be true. Yeah. And then I was like, no, like fix this comes back my name's in the right place but it's still glossy i'm like i want it matte six or whatever four weeks later comes back it's matte and now my name's on the outside i'm like <laughs> what is ha- like we're, Wait, oh. remember these guys what was they this? Were alibaba people oh okay okay and then finally i'm just like screw you i'm like finding someone else and then i found a really great box supplier who i still work with but but like, that was the first box how did you know with the dry ice and to get oh, it. Oh, I didn't. Out. It was like one step at a time. Like I got those boxes, finally got them. And then I was like, hey, I need a styrofoam box. Went on Alibaba to figure out how much those would cost. It was like 20,000. I was like, oh, great. I came this far and, and I'm that done. was it. It was a good run. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I found a styrofoam box supplier and they had a box that like was half an inch too small. But I was like, just tr- like, I'll take a sample to see. And we got it and we actually would like sand out the sides of the box. So like my box would fit inside on this little shelf. Okay. Fit perfectly. And I was like, I could not have planned this better. But in hindsight, I would have got the styrofoam box first and then fit my box to that box. Yeah. But that was so stressful. And then figuring out how to ship dry ice, like the day I went to ship everything, that was a nightmare on its own. So like explain your thought process behind like, what did you want people to experience when they opened everything? So the experience of the press box is I wanted people to want to Snapchat it or like put it on their story basically was the goal. And so I knew if it was like unnecessarily cool and something that only happened once, that's what people always Snapchat. Like your friend blowing out his birthday candles. It's like a moment that's like, I don't know. Nowadays you just don't let moments happen. Like people have to film them. It's kind of weird, but it is weird. I hate it. I hate it. Any sort of like <laughs> movement. People are like, oh, like light this firework, film the firework. Like, why do we like just watch the firework? But it, we can't. Well, you so have cool. to film it. And if I'm doing this just for effect, you're not just going to sit there and be like, oh, this is cool. Like, you're going to be like, look, like, look what I'm doing. And then I knew people are whores for their names. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely, right? It's so Everyone loves to hear their name. It's so true. Like you I was. I saw the box. I was like, I want my name on a box. Yeah. I wonder if any marketers are listening to this. Like, do you know how much money I had to pay to learn this crap? Or they like, I went like, to school to learn all this stuff, and he's just—it's just common sense for for Tristan, right? Yeah. I just think no, people Ikaika. love Snapchatting their name. Yeah, for Ikaika. Oh, sorry. 
My bad. That's starting right. now. Formerly known as Tristan. Yeah. Yes. But people will Snapchat anything with their name on it. Like their freaking Starbucks <laughs> cup. Their <laughs> thing like their birthday plate at Cheesecake Factory. Whatever. Um, so I knew if I put people's names on it, like then it's about them. It's no longer about me. It's about them. And then like the movement of opening the box with the dry ice was just like this beautiful like moment. How many um, did you how many of those did you send out? like 250 or something. Wow. It was the day I shipped them out felt like the amazing grace. Like <laughs> I had, how did you decide who to send them to? I just went through everyone I was following and anyone who I felt like influenced me or I was inspired by, I sent one to like did people you with, know all of them. Um, not all of them. Like some people I'd just be like, Hey, you've inspired me for years. I'd love to send you my rings, no obligation to post or even send me your address. Um, but if I got their address, the box was so cool that I knew they were going to post. Oh, sure. Um, but even just like family friends and people with like 300 followers, I'm just like, no, these are just like my people. Yeah. Um, which I feel like almost resonated with people that it wasn't this like untouchable only people with a million followers got it yeah like, no most people that got it didn't have that many followers but it was just like a community thing i guess so with the press box yeah was it also like a limited drop for rings as well or was the focus more on the press box and less on the ring does that make sense yeah what I'm asking? um so i didn't sell the press box actually they weren't even for sale okay so Initially, it was just to like announce the launch of my, like I started in December, had this idea in June. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Just like announce that I'm selling rings. Little I didn't know it, t- it would take so long that by the time it came around, it was right before Black Friday. And I was like, wait, this actually like kind of worked out. Um, so it was kind of like hyping up my Black Friday collection, Okay. which the timing turned out perfect for that. Um, and so it was just like announcing the Black Friday sale. So were people able to buy the rings then that you put in the press boxes? Yeah. Okay. Which was kind of a beast to figure out, but we got it. That's crazy. So how many press boxes have you done then? I've done two. So I did one 2019 Dry, Black the rose, Friday and then, and then, the, then the roses for 2020. Yeah. So is that the idea? You'll just do like one per year? I think for sure during Black Friday, I'll probably do like mini ones with just like for certain projects, not sent out to as many people, yeah. but Black Friday for sure, like make it an event like it has been. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm going through the post right now and just, I mean, it's cool that you make such a unique, awesome piece of jewelry, but mm-hmm. how many people are buying them for like, I like the ring, but I really want to see the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I want the whole brand to be like an experience right. from the time I announce the collection to the time I'm asking people to name the pieces to the time they get their ring and it smells good. And just everything that goes into it. I want people to like experience. So I know it's amazing. there's like this evolution with marketing mm-hmm. brand, especially on social. Susan actually talks about it a lot where it turns from like an art to a science. Yeah. You know, she's like, I just hire scientists now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's all like data analytics and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Where are you in that realm right now? Like, are you starting to get to the scientific side or are you still more just on the art side? Like, it's just, eh, we're just going to do this. Um, I'm like kind of in the middle, I would say like, okay. I'm ready to take that next step of being like, just people like analytic people, what works, let's plug it in and do it. But also the part that people like is the fun artistic part. Yeah. So trying to like 
keep those coexisting and I don't have like a team or anything. It's just like me and my like assistant. Oh, you will. <laughs> You'll have a team very soon. I have a feeling. It's hard to like make that step into the next like. Totally. I don't know. Have you ever heard of imposter syndrome? <laughs> yeah, I feel it all the time. Totally. Like I, I love talking to people like, you know how you just know like in two years or a year. Like he won't even remember us, but I'll be quiet, but like, we're going to be like, we got to talk to him before and you know, he, well, it's kind of like how it started. Like if, I mean, if you look at your year over year, Mm -hmm. just, I mean, it's just, you've just evolved so much in Mm -hmm. what, two, three years is all. Yeah. Three years. I mean, it, it went from it. And just to look at this, how come businesses that start in garages are the coolest? They always they, are. They always are. <laughs> just like the right? extra space in the house that yeah. no one cares about. And it's just like that had to be. So what do, what do your parents think of all this? They love it. They're so supportive. I was going to say, I would be like yeah. just beaming as a dad oh, yeah. seeing my kid do this. This is exactly what you want for kids. For find sure. Find something they love that mm-hmm. they're willing to work their butts off for and that they find success at. Like what else do you want? Well, and, and self-taught. Yeah. And networking. Like you, you, your age group. It's hard. It's really hard to learn how beneficial friends and connections and network, mm-hmm. like people helping people. It's it's hard to learn that at that age, mm-hmm. like and and not just that, but being grateful for it. Like, yeah, you don't sound like a twenty two year old kid at all, right? Like, I and know. I mean, you're still showing gratitude publicly to the people that helped you with print labels and. Mm-hmm had stuff kind of set up and had the uh what's the word i'm looking for not logistics infrastructure yeah to just to pull off what you wanted to pull off Mm -hmm. and so it's it's amazing and i mean what an education like most kids are just droning away in a shoot maybe go to college i don't want to make fun of it too much but you can't learn what you're learning Mm -hmm. at college yeah right yeah like it's it's experience and passion and i mean how many people know how to work with suppliers and create i mean ship in bulk not just shipping in bulk but design packaging mm-hmm. yeah and who do you even call for packaging like now you've had work with you know we've worked with people in china and yeah it's crazy i mean every aspect there's so many moving pieces yeah for sure it's cool. I remember seeing a quote that was like, never take advice from someone who isn't where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And this was like the end of high school when everyone's like, do I go to school? Like everyone's pressuring me to apply to colleges, but I'm just like not feeling it. But everyone's like, you're kind of a failure if you don't. Like oh, that's just the next step. Like you go, like uh-huh. what are you going to do if you don't go? So I remember like Colby and Kenzie, my friends Trevor and Steph, like those were the people that I'm like, you run a successful e-commerce business that was built off of Instagram, which not that I'm close to them at all, but to me, it was like the next step in my life was like where they were. They're only a few years older than me. Like right. that's where I want to be. Yep. So I'll like go to them and like get my education through people that I look up to and respect. And now it's still like people with product businesses who have like happy families. I just look up to them and I'm just like, you're killing it. Like that's the goal. How cool. I think it's another thing to point out People are, well, not everyone. Most people are super willing to like help and give back, yeah. right? Like, especially the ones who have been there. Yeah, like, and so I think a lot of times people are like, oh, I wish I could talk to so and so, 
that's what's wild about social in the world that we're in. Everyone is literally ascend away from connecting with somebody and who knows if they will or won't, but why not try? Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean, like you, you and we were talking that you met Susan because you just messaged her. Yeah. Like I did. So many people I met. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And so like, if you're thinking of a business and you're doing this stuff, like, and you don't, maybe you don't have like personal friends as mentors, reach out to those brands that you look up to or people that, you know, who knows what types of information or connections that they're going to be willing to give you. Well, and talent recognizes talent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, someone like Susan is probably getting 50 messages a day. Like, Hey, will you post this for me? Or like you, one, you have to know how to ask, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Two, there has to be something that the other person recognizes maybe in themselves or yeah. appreciates. Like you see the hustle, you see the hard work. And it's funny. I had this musician tell me this one time. I was catering for uh, Wild Feathers. It's this country band that I love. But they had this guitarist with them. His name's da- Daniel D'Amato. He's, in the guitar world, he's a big deal. Like he's a genius, right? But he said this one night, I was feeding them and we were just talking about all the cool stuff that I had been able to do with barbecue, like the places I've gone. And he goes, dude, talent finds talent. Yeah. Like you meet talented people because like you, you're an expert at something. So other experts at things are going to feel that Com- yeah. You know, there's going to be that common ground. Yeah. I think good work always gets found. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, there's just kind of a pull there. And so like to see, well, but it's a refreshing thing too, to see a kid your age working this hard and being this passionate about anything is a rare thing. And that's okay. Like when you're young, you should be young. And if you're not, if you haven't found your thing yet, yeah. whatever, like yeah, can travel, have fun. Yeah. But if you find your thing. Yeah. You got to go for it. Yeah. Well, I think that's the other important thing. I think a lot of times people will maybe have the first experience of the drop mm-hmm. and like, oh, that was really good. And they kind of taste the success, but they're not willing to kind of double down on it. Yeah. Right. They're not willing. Or they to don't pu- believe in themselves. They're yet. not willing to put in the effort and they don't think that it's going to work again. And so they right. just stop. We got lucky. Yeah. You know, it's like how many businesses. He still has that. Oh, totally. You can totally see it. Like the imposter just. I like, still feel like my back's against the wall. Like. Right. And that don't that ever lose it. At the it. beginning, yeah. That's the thing. Don't ever lose that. Like you always do your best work when your back's against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good. You like 100%. go with a different fire than if you have a safety net. So I have a question. Like, how yeah. have you been able to kind of build your community? Like, what types of things have you found works really well? Because you have a pretty passionate like following. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk about the toilet thing that just happened. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Wait, what? Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> but like, like what have you done and it has it all just been natural or have you been super intentional on how to build that? Um, it's, it comes naturally, but like I definitely put effort into it. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think taking care of people is the number one thing that is important. And if people feel like they're a part of something, that's, that's all anyone wants to be these days, right? Is feel like sure. a part of a community. Mm-hmm. So really honing in on like specific individuals and like just really taking care of people and customer support and like, how do you make them feel like they're part of something? You know, if you're one of, even if it's a hundred, that's still a very small percentage. So how do you make them feel important? 
I think posting everything that's like authentic and genuine, like, okay, this is the ring. This really personally is why it's like, I wanted to make it. And then there's people who will relate to that. Um, and then I love to just like keep things fun and like exciting and people on their toes, whether it's like a cool video or like a press box or something that's like, I almost say like, I'm, I'm not, I'm doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it for the community. Like it's fun to like work for months on a project and have everyone be so stoked on it. Like it's for me. Yes. But also enjoying that with everyone else is like the best feeling like watching them. Gotta be enjoy such it. A fun yeah. Payoff. Like, yeah. You put all this work into designing these boxes yeah. and the rings and just to start seeing those videos trickle in of people, op- mm-hmm. people finally getting to open them. Yeah. And I mean, the amount of work that went into it and pressure. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, it would be, why would you ever stop doing it? You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's got to be hard too because just to stay creative and, mm-hmm. and come well, up with new I'm, things. Like, and, lately, I've kind of been struggling in the sense that I'll look at other people who are doing tens of millions a year and i'm just like oh i haven't really done much at all actually <laughs> which i'm very grateful for where i'm at but it's sure. definitely hard to like look back and be grateful instead of looking at the mountain you still want to climb it's, it's total human nature yeah you compare what it's like you compare your chapter two to their chapter 10 yeah right like mm-hmm. it's just you'll never win you'll never yeah, come yeah, out yeah. ahead so how so how have you been able to fight that that's a good question. Still figuring it out. I yeah. think just working on like personally, like what feels good and what feels right and just going with the gut feeling. I think it's important to celebrate your successes. Yeah. Do you do something after like a, a successful drop? Like, do you have either reward mm-hmm. yourself with a trip, even go to your favorite restaurant? Like, do you have any sort of mechanism to like reward yourself? Um, no, I feel like I've never like felt like I've like made it, you know, cause there's always more to be done, which sure. I think a lot of entrepreneurs will relate to, but I'm definitely like, there's drops that go really good. And I'm like, wow, like just take a moment to be super grateful. But now it's like, now we got to get all these out. So like, let's get these out. Right. And then once we ship them out, it's like, okay, well the next drops in a few weeks. So like, I got to buckle down for that and never ending. But so when somebody buys a ring, like how long is it? So you'll you'll drop mm-hmm. it. They they buy it. Yeah. What? How long do they normally wait for? It depends. This drop I just dropped on Sunday. We got out yesterday. So oh, wow. We shipped it out. In Did three you days. really? Yeah. So it was like huge for me. Wait. So, but if you're doing custom, oh wait. So how many was it? It was like a couple thousand. So, so you can make those. So in some a of them days? I were designs that I had like made and had manufactured, okay. which is kind of the wave I'm on now because right. I can be more creative and the designs are really mine, not just like spoons I found. And are they, is it now more, you only have a certain amount of sizes right? or is it still like, um, it's, it might be a hundred people and they might all be the same size. Yeah. So it's like this last drop, I did like a butterfly ring in this other ring and I had sizes like five through nine. Okay. That's, um, not, that's and, not nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a bunch Screw of spoon that. rings. So I still have the spoon <laughs> rings that I make custom for people, but then I have the designs that I manufactured that are, you know, easier right. to crank out more scalable. Oh, that's the worst when Nike does a drop and they stop at 13 <laughs> sons of bitches. The size of your feet, <laughs> 15, 16 and some, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That really yeah, that's sucks. Jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the women's shoes are coming out in 16 and a half now. So 15 is like the last, mm. 
which it's kind of have you noticed that lately like this they're, they're dropping shoes that they call women's shoes but mm-hmm. they go to a 16 and a half and mm-hmm. so anyway most of the time there's enough but yeah yeah as long as you still have the custom ones i can get yeah we're good yeah always because i we'll get that like you know inventory yeah if i'm a clothing company i'm not gonna it's hard like yeah. making those big sizes it's like yeah you got to stick to where yeah kind of hard 98 percent of the human beings are so how often yeah. are you doing drops like once a month um this right now it's every three weeks um because earlier this year um my dad was in the hospital so things were kind of crazy for a little bit but yeah every three weeks right now stop doing them during that time um yeah so the january drop i was just like this isn't happening yeah um was that hard to to take a break um no to take a break no um the hospital was hard but i'm sure the break i was like it's just right now it's not important to me um i mean there's definitely pressures to keep it afloat and make sure it stays running but at the time i was just like this is not where my attention is so good for you for seriously like it's such a you really are so far ahead of the game and just kind of knowing what's important i I really want to figure out where that comes from for you (laughs) because You have Everything a huge so heart, natural. right? Like I you think, seem to have your priorities. I think a big part of it is um, like my parents. Um, when I was in fifth grade, my dad had a heart attack. Uh-huh. And when I was a junior in high school, he had another one that was pretty bad. Um, he had like open heart surgery. And um, then a couple months later, my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, so that year was just like what are your priorities? Like what's important in life? What do you want out of life? Um, kind of just makes you like look at everything with a different eye than you did before. For sure. Um, and you know, I'm not grateful that my parents have gone through the health struggles that they have. Like seeing that isn't easy. Um, but I'm grateful for what it's taught us. Absolutely. And I wouldn't change it, but yeah, I don't know. Life's crazy. We all have our own cards we're dealt, but for sure. But I mean, the way you handle it, because you're right. I mean, there's you you learn really quick during something like that that where your priorities mm-hmm. should be. Yeah, right? and at your age, I keep saying at your age, I am. I'm old. <laughs> like it's funny. I feel like I'm talking to a kid i never i'm old i turned 42 <laughs> yesterday you are old son of a bitch leave me alone <laughs> no but it's you know maybe like we're dads and my oldest is 13 so it's just as parents like i i'm getting to that point now where whenever i see my kids like yeah. make a good choice or learn something like you learn like it's just so heartwarming to me and it just it means the world and so it I think a lot of what I view now, especially with a younger person like you, is just like, oh, I, it is like dad. It's like, oh, man, I don't even know you, but I'm like, I am so proud of so this proud kid. Of You're you. so nice. Like, this is such a good kid. Yeah. And You're super it's so nice. cool that, I mean, it is such a, it, it's so hard to go through those things, but mm-hmm. it is. It's a blessing. Like, yeah. And it's helped you not just in business, but in friendships. Like, you're obviously a very likable person, and it's, it, it is hard that all of our growth comes from, it has to generally mm-hmm. come from hard things. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like you wouldn't yeah. trade it. Of course, it sucks that it happens. But I mean, I'm sure your dad and your mom are like, yeah, I didn't want to go through the health thing. But man, look at these damn kids. They're freaking awesome. Like, mm-hmm. 
we did a great job and yeah. it, it, it happened for a reason. Yeah. Right. You I come mean, out stronger. It, you, you come up with your own reason, obviously, but yeah, mm-hmm. at the end of it, you look back and, and you try to take the good from it. And there's so much heart in what you do. And so much of that is, has to like, it makes sense now to me, just not, it's not really about knowing what you know, but it's just, you've learned what you know from your experience mm-hmm. and it translates into what you sell and it's saying that you sell it is almost almost cheapening it, it a right bit. yeah like this is like you are people are buying something from your soul i appreciate that you know right? what i mean well they're mm-hmm. buying the experience right well it, but the, yeah and that but that like all piece comes from tristan yeah and all of that comes from your experiences your travel and and the trials you've gone through with your parents health and mm-hmm. Like, what better story is there than that? Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. And so they get to share. Because people, I think especially like your generation, there has to be heart. Like, there has to be a cause. There has to, like. Mm-hmm. It's got to feel authentic. Yeah. And it's, it's got it's got to be good, right? And they get to share in that with you. And when they wear your jewelry, they're on that team, mm-hmm. right? And man, what a great role model. I don't know about that. You know that, what I mean? Totally. Oh, well, 100%. I do. You'll learn. I've got 20 years on you. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, we've never met some. Susan's the same way. Like, Susan just, she has such a gift with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she acts tough, but she's got a heart the size of Texas. Yeah. And she'll help. She'll get really mad at you. Anybody. I know. But <laughs> whatever. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I'm not scared of Susan anymore. I know. She's just a big softie. But. Um. But I mean, she's brilliant, obviously, but I mean, it is really cool to kind of see her recognize that in you. It's like if, when he said, Susan's sending somebody, like we already know we're going to like the person, right? For sure. So anyway, I'm rambling, but I, it's such an awesome part of your story and I think it deserves to be talked about. So let me talk about it because that way, you know, it's hard to say all that. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit because I yeah. want to get behind the toilet story on your end. Yeah. Oh, it was really funny. Thank you. It was really funny. So give us some background. Like what happened? What happened? Okay. What in the world was that? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, <laughs> At least I caught it. That's true. Um, okay. So I get this email from this girl and she's like, I'm so sad. I just dropped my ring in the toilet at work and I'm devastated right now. Like, can you send me a new one? And I was like, okay, like normally I just either be like, yes or no. But I was like, wait, this is funny. Like I'm going to use this. So I posted on my story and I was like, you guys, what do you, what do we think? Like, should I give her one or should I not? And people were very pressed about it. Well, I know. I think I was like, I have questions. Like, what was the condition of the toilet? (laughs) Um, What was inside? Yeah. And... (laughs) (laughs) um so i messaged her i'm like what like what was like what was the circumstance here and she's like i was at work it was just like number one but like i work in a medical environment and i I just like couldn't and i posted that and people were like oh boy like don't you dare help this girl out like if you drop your iphone in the toilet you reach in and grab it like she should have reached. She does not deserve anything do not help her the ring was in the like she could see it it didn't get yeah yeah and then she flushed it 
But she knew it was there and chose to, like, I yeah. can't touch that? Yeah. yeah. What? But she was like, well, it's meaningful enough that I emailed you. And other people are like, just help her out. Like, this poor girl. Like, wow. she obviously wants one. So I, like, created this, like, poll. And everyone was very, like, <laughs> heated how they felt about it. Yeah, I'd like, be a bad do guy. I, do I'd be like, not? seriously? It's just pee. Like, if you love the ring, you'd reach in. All right, like, reach a hanger in. And people are like, if I drop my wedding ring, I would do it. And, like, I would do, I've done that for your rings before. She should have done it. Like, she doesn't respect the drip. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, oh, I just was having so much fun. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to help her out because the rings are sold out. Like, I literally don't have any left to give her. Um, so people are like, oh, I'll sell her mine. Like, $500. She can have it. Like, $700. It's hers. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what I needed. This black market. Oh, no. So then, like, that was another storyline. And then, so what ended up happening? So I, I got her phone number and I called her. She's from here, like local. Okay. And I was like, will you come down and I'll take pictures of my next ring on you. So she came down and I got a press box for her. But inside the press box was just like toilet cleaning supplies. <laughs> One of those like two latex feet like gloves. grabbers. Yep, <laughs> latex gloves were in there. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. One of those. Yeah. Um, we'll go for yeah, just like funny because I'm like, here's the thing. People will remember it. Like we're talking about it right now. Oh, it obviously sure. worked. They won't remember if I'm just like, yeah, you can have one. But if I like well, blow it up. She gets her ring back too. Oh, I didn't give her one. <laughs> oh, you didn't give her one? <laughs> you didn't end up doing it? No. I was like, you have to find one. I sent her oh, people who were God. like, I'll sell her mine. And then this girl that I used to go out with, her dad Venmoed me 50 bucks and was like, I feel bad for her. Like, will you give this to her? Oh, no way. <laughs> Oh, cool. but it's just like fun to. I wish I had that marketing side of <laughs> work my brain. With I would never have thought about that. Not in right? a million years. Oh, for sure. Well, so. there's certain things people like talking about more, like any experience that's personal, like flying on the plane. Everyone talks like, I like window. I like aisle. I'm like, I don't care. Right. But you could talk about what you like all day on the plane. Or like toilet things, like people are like, oh, I fold, I scrunch. Like, it's just like things like that are entertaining to talk about or like love stuff with like exes, great marketing opportunities. Wow. Oh, man. I remember all this. For real, we could sit like, like I had one kid. This is like a spoiler because I don't know if this will come out when I've done it or not yet. But he messaged me and he's like, can I get a press box? I know it would win my ex back. Like it's the only thing that would work. So I posted that and I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like you guys can come down to the warehouse. I'll throw you a date. Like, <laughs> and everyone's like, this relationship is toxic. Like do not help him. And everyone's like, help the poor guy. Isn't that funny? Like it's how just strong like people feel about it. Yeah. I think maybe it's just cause we're also like, we all have a place to share our opinions now. Yeah. So everyone thinks that their opinion's important because mm-hmm. there's a place to talk about it but yeah, yeah people get so worked up about it but it was so funny because her then she started messaging me and she's like i'm sick to my stomach like is this about me and i was like no it's not like <laughs> and then her best friend was like this has to be this guy named so and so isn't it and i'm like no it's not and she's like it totally is this matches their story exactly and i'm just like running with it wow so it was this so is fun still in the process of happening. still in the process yeah Oh, I won't man. tell you it's going to happen, but should we was, bump this one two weeks so we don't funny. spoil anything? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're good. Oh but my things gosh. like that. Or like another one is 
someone once got a package from me and she opened it and there's like red syringes. And I was like, what in the heck? And my label had come off at UPS and like stuck to another package. And she had gotten oh that package. Gosh. Whoa. And so that I was like, that. what is this? And so I like was dramatic on my story again. Like, what is this? Like drugs? Like the cure to coronavirus? Like, what do we have here? And then I went on Amazon and bought red syringes that were pens and threw them in every press box. Like oh right gosh, after that. that. Brilliant. I need just, just, I just need a little bit of that. It's so <laughs> I have, good. I have none of that. And people are like, wait, I'm still confused about the red needles. Like, was this a marketing stunt? I'm like, no, but I turned it into one. <laughs> wow. It's like the shrimp and cinnamon toast crunch. Have you guys heard of all that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like yesterday, this guy posted a tweet, poured out a cinnamon toast crunch. And there were two like shrimp shells in it that were sent like all no cinnamon. No way. And it's this big, he's all over the news right now. Like well, it's this big. Look at ocean spray. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. I mean, to your point, just like being ready for an opportunity, yeah, yeah. like yeah. And seizing that's not it. a plan, but man, did they take advantage of yeah. that? Well, and that's the thing, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like came out pretty quick. Like there's no way pot, like th- that's, those are not shrimp shells. They're like sugar, like the sugar can do this certain thing and caramelize and, and then all these chefs got on like, um, I have cooked millions those are shrimp <laughs> and then the, like, every, it's like you say like talking about folding and scrunching like yeah yeah everyone you was commenting have an on opinion it on. Yeah. yeah i mean maybe it is sugar but who knows did cinnamon toast crunch do that on purpose you know make it look like shrimp because now look at all the social media attention yeah. they're getting oh. but i sure hope it's not real because that's my favorite cereal I, one of and my buddies scary. was like, they could do that every night and I'll still eat it. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. I probably would too. So do you have other products, like other lines in your brain that um, like, yeah. eventually you want to come out with? Yeah, I'm actually working on a few right now um, that I'll tell you after we've been yes. recording this. I love after that the mic fit show. The brand. <laughs> we learn stuff. <laughs> they still fit the brand, but they're not rings. So okay. I'm really excited for them. And end of the year type of stuff next year type of stuff um one is the goal is may okay um, the so other soon. one yeah the goal is summer but uh, that one i don't know if that'll happen okay. and then a couple more in the fall very cool but yeah Damn. but it'll be like a one and done thing okay right now is the plan we'll see if that changes but Looking and building hype and scarcity i love it are you sure you don't work for nike and sneakers no that'd be so cool though <laughs> he's probably gonna be calling yeah <laughs> i wish right? any brand should be calling you and talking to you right now because your ability to market and like position yourself in front of your audience is unbelievable. Thank so, you. Yeah. And it's just, you're such a good dude. Like yeah. that's the coolest part about like this. It when good guys win, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's, and you know, hopefully that always stays cause it's, it, it is such an important people do. They want to support. I mean, obviously they want it to be, cool and everything else Mm -hmm. but they want to be a a part of something that's got some heart to it yeah and so so what about like employees and stuff how's that how's that going good i just have like um people that help me fulfill and Uh then i have um one girl that's like a when she came on she was my assistant but now she's more like operation and like project yeah she's super capable i don't even know what the title would be um and then i just have a customer service girl and then my dad helps me with bunch of random stuff so how, how's that are they mostly friends people you knew before yeah it's super and i mean it's not like these big hires that i found on linkedin it's like 
Right. Like my friend Katie who works for me, it's like Katie is so OCD and like just good at figuring things out. And I'm like, yeah, will you help me do this? Cause you could figure it out better yeah, than I can. Perfect job for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's a hard part. Like owning a business. I mean, the way things are going, you're going to, yeah, that's, you know, I remember Especially as like a creative, like mm-hmm. taking that into business owner, sometimes yeah. it's difficult. Oh, 100%. One, it was hard for me to pass off, like even fulfilling for the longest time. I'm like, no, this is the cool bars that like I package them. And then I'm like, I do not need to be packaging every single ring. Like for sure. Total waste. It has my touch start to finish, but I don't need to be like putting every right. label on every envelope. Yeah. Way more valuable be th- more valuable to just be thinking of the next yeah. thing and keeping exactly. your focus on that. But yeah, that's always a hard part, you know, once your business starts growing and hiring and firing and it's it's tough. Yeah. So yeah. So with your stuff, is it always drop only? Like, cause yeah. you, like I can't get on your site and buy anything right now. No. Is that how it will always stay? Um, no, I'll probably do some evergreen products okay. this year, maybe. Okay. It's so hard to scale a drop model. It's like, there's good problems to have, like things are selling out, but also like ordering inventory is kind of tricky. Cause it's like, I want to sell a lot, but I also don't want to be stuck it, yeah. in inventory. Yeah. Um, so kind of working on. So that's what, that's why Nike, they sell that. out of their shoes and they magically have re-releases. Yeah. Oh, that pisses like, me off. Two months later in the middle of the day. You feel so cool about getting one of them in the morning. Then it says sold out. Then at three o'clock, the full run of sizes is available on Nike. Like, oh, you bastards. I was all excited <laughs> that I got something that not many people are getting. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, where can everyone find you? Right now, you're still Tristan Ikaika. After this episode, yeah. we're going to, it's just, just going to be rebrand. Ikaika. Ikaika. Perfect. Not I even like .com, it. just Ikaika. Yeah. Ikaika, you type it into Google and it'll take right. you there. <laughs> yeah. Um, my Instagram, Tristan Ikaika. My website, Tristan Ikaika. All my other socials are Tristan Ikaika. Okay. And when's the next drop? April 11th. April 11th. Yes. Oh, so there'll be time for the listeners. Yeah. Wow. And then May 2nd and then May 30th. I'm trying to plan six months out right now, which is like huge for me. I've never planned more than like one. Yeah. So yeah, we're learning some new things this so year. So are your drops a lot like the Nike, like just online? You yeah. Just have to. Just like they dropped this last one sold out and like, I did a one ring that was like a butterfly and it sold out in like six minutes. Sheesh. And then everything else was gone within so not long you get after a drop, that. Do I, mm. it doesn't matter what, like, do you say what sizes they're coming in before the drop? Or yeah. Otherwise, right now the manufactured ones. I did a poll on my Instagram. I said, "Do you fit size five through nine? And ninety six percent of people said yes. Okay, I know <laughs> it's kind of hard. I want to do some bigger ones, but it's hard to sell through them. That's all right, I, I have your phone number now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make the sample in the thirteen out. for oh, you. That's what I'm talking about. I want I some know. samples. Yeah, it's like shoes. If you get a sample, that's a big deal. Yep. Yeah. I'll cater your staff, your staff that's about to triple in size <laughs> here in the next couple months. That's the goal. What a story. Well, man, this has been such a pleasure. Thanks for Thank you for having us. me. Don't forget about us, little guys. Back. Oh, We'd love to have that's you how I feel. <laughs> I think in a year, things will have a lot more stories to tell. Hopefully. So you're yeah. awesome. Thanks, Tristan. Thanks, dude. Thank you, guys.